You're listening to Speaker's Corner with Alfie Joey. Tips, tools and tactics for speaking in public in many different ways from a diverse range of guests. These titans of talking from the world of business, politics, podcasts, TED Talks and showbiz share their stories to help you improve your own confidence and communication skills. Please welcome your host, Alfie Joey. Hiya, welcome to the show. Delighted you're listening. And we've got something a little bit different today. So we get lots of speakers. My mission is to put forward as many different kinds of speaker as I can for you. So you get a rich variety. And we, so far, in the first few episodes, got a, a brilliant mix. And we've got some people who are highly experienced, people who've been doing it for a very long time. But I thought we get someone who's at the very beginning of the journey but is already very exciting as a speaker and already has notched up quite a few speaking experiences. And I think, this is one of my tips for the top, I think this guy is going all the way. He's called Chris Howard. I met him at through radio, basically. He's, a, he's on a neighbouring station to the one I was on. I was at BBC Newcastle. He was at Sunderland University, Spark FM, award-winning student station. Lots of talent has come through there, including Radio 1 DJs. And Chris is already, I think, going places. He's already won a student award. He'll tell you about that in the episode. But it wasn't just his ability that struck me. It was his enthusiasm and his dedication and his vision. And I can see how relentless he is. And I think that sometimes is what it takes as much as what some people might call talent. Um, I think it, it's the graft and the grit and the, the non-stop work that gets you over the line and not the talenty bit. That's my view. Uh, see if you think he's great. Have a listen and send us a message afterwards. It's Chris Howard. Chris, um, just tell me where you are on your public speaking journey. So I'm at the very start. Um, I've been doing student radio for nine or ten months now. Still very, very young into it. I started doing my degree in TV and film production. Still very much wanting to be in front of the camera side of it. Um, the idea was always kind of a TV presenter in sports. So speaking something I've always been kind of okay with. Um, and it's only recently I've I've turned that attention to radio, and so far it's going it's going really well. Um, in terms of speaking speaking to a crowd, I I still know that I could do a lot better in terms of that. I'd still get very nervous. Um, an example I can give you is just a few weeks ago, it was at the student radio conference, which was oh, yeah. all the way down in Exeter, um, and I ended up winning that. And so how? What did you have to do to win? So it was essentially, think, as you'll know well, Britain's Got Talent. Yeah. There was five judges up on this big stage, um, all of the heads of the different radio stations in the country, um, about 300 students that were at the conference sitting around in the seats. Um, and then at random, your name would come up on the screen and then your demo would get played out loud. Wow. And if the judges, who are the heads, are the people that you know you need to impress, if they don't like it, they can buzz you off at any minute, yeah, yeah. and then your demo stops. Brutal. Very brutal, very brutal. And and some people, you know, maybe harshly, I'd say, did get buzzed off. Um, and there was also a big golden buzzer mm -hmm. in the middle, 
And if you press that, then you are into the top five and they'd listen to your full demo because they only listen to the first minute as yeah. well to make it even tougher. Um, and my my demo is being played out. Um, it came to, to the butt of one of the jokes and I had um, Alad Hayden-Jones, who's the head of Radio 1, yeah. and Paul Sylvester, who's the content director of the Absolute Network, yeah. both jumped over the table Bang the golden buzzer in the middle. Both. Can you can you share the joke? Um, it was a bit of an observation of of something that I do, and I've spoken to, and I'm still the only one that I've found that does it. Um, and I was talking about earlier on in the show, we've been talking about things that that you do that to you you've always done and feel normal, but everyone else you're going to sound like a little bit of a weirdo. Um, and the thing that I do is I race I race strangers in the street. <laughs> And, and the the bit of that landed and then the both went still to press it. it. Yeah. And, I, and I still do it. If I'm walking up a street somewhere and I'm at the lights and there's two people next to us, I'll just think, I'm going to get to the top of that hill before you. And I still do it. And I've always done it. And it turns out I'm the only one that does do it. Well, that, that level of competitiveness will hold you in very good stead. So just take me back slightly. You said you were initially uh, heading down the TV route, and then you went, hang on, radio, what was it that drew you to the communication of radio in particular? Mm-hmm. So for me, in terms of doing television, it was all very much within my modules that I was doing at uni, so it was limited to that. And I was sending messages to, to different kind of media companies, a lot of which being online. So there's there's a company called... Um, Diagonal View that had a, a YouTube channel called like Football Daily. You've got What Culture up here in Newcastle, and it was very, it was very the barrier to entry to get into there was was much higher than where I was at. Whereas I was looking next door at the radio studio and saw that, you know, three times a week someone was going doing a three-hour show, and you could you could get in there and you could be doing something and, and making something, and and it kind of just stuck from there. Let's have a quick word from our sponsors. The North East Nibble Project is a not-for-profit organisation founded by two North East permanent makeup artists, Megan Jones and Amanda Patterson. Their aim is to provide free areola tattooing for women who've undergone a mastectomy and breast reconstruction as a result of breast cancer to help regain confidence and empower these courageous women. To register for this service or to donate, visit their website www.northeastnipples.co.uk and follow on Instagram at Northeast Nipple Project. And now, back to the show. As, as a younger lad growing up, did you like radio? Did you like certain people? Who, did, who inspired you nationally, I suppose? Um, one of, one of the, the earliest memories I have with radio and it wasn't per se me even listening to it but it takes us back many years to my nana's house mm-hmm. and she'd always have the the radio on yeah. um and you were one of <laughs> you were one of the ones that that was always on there so your voice kind of almost in a way makes us feel like i'm back there yeah. which is which is a lovely feeling um simon logan yes. is another one Great afternoon presenter for a long time on BBC Newcastle yeah. and Real Radio in, in Leeds, I think he was. Mm-hmm. So that that is kind of my earliest memories. And then um, after he passed, obviously, we, we weren't spending time there and stuff like that. So then I didn't I didn't listen to as much. Yeah. Um, and 
and then as I was getting up for school, the alarms just weren't working. I was never much of a lover of school at all, in fact. Um, it's the early mornings for me that just weren't, they weren't it. Um, but I'd listen to the radio, so I'd have Nick Grimshaw on Radio 1, and that would be, because of his energy, it would be like, and now I'm awake, and I'd get up. So that stuck for, for a good few years. So they, they were kind of the early, kind of the voices that, that kind of made me think, wow, I, I do like this. Um, and a story I always tell is I'd go in and do like long road trips and my dad had a, a caravan that we'd go to with yeah. my mum and dad down south and these were before the days when you'd plug your phone in and have yeah. Spotify so I'd make CDs for a listen to probably just take that on repeat no me uh, but I'd put stops between the songs so then I could do my own little radio links what, for the people in the car? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so the music take that would stop I'd outroll the track, I'd talk for 10 seconds, I'd intro the next take that track, and then I'd press play. I bet your folks loved it. N- not quite as much as I did, <laughs> I don't think, no. Uh, but I loved it, and that was my first. But to me then, I wasn't even thinking about, I'm doing like yeah. radio here. It was only now when I'm doing it, I'm thinking, I remember I used to do that. Yes. <laughs> um, so now, that was the past. We know you're here now. The future... What would be your dream gig? What what are your aims, I suppose, your short-term aims, and then your longer-term aims? So now now I'm in the position where I've been presented a little bit more on Spark um, after winning the demo factor thing that I was telling you about. Um, it's, it has opened some doors. Conversations that weren't happening are now kind of starting to happen. So I am talking to a lot of the... The more the more local stations, you know, your Metro and things like that. But I'm also talking to... The, the companies like What Culture yeah. and Football Daily, the companies that before I was saying, you know, that barrier tend to use too high, yeah. I've kind of sidestepped across, gone up, and now I'm coming back across. And, and interesting, What Culture, and y- you think of places like the Huffington Post or um, th- these blogs that have their own radio stations, you've got to think broad like this, haven't you? There's, it's not just the BBC anymore, is it? Yeah. So the, there is, there's so many different different avenues you can go in. You know, even look, even looking online now, I was talking to a YouTuber called Max Fosh yeah. the other day for one of the, the projects I'm working on. He he was knocking on the door at Radio 1 for a, a very long time and um, put out a great video when he put his radio CV on top of his car and parked it outside the Radio 1 building um, just to kind of get in there. And now he's built up this following himself wow. online and now he's doing bits at Radio 1 because he's built that up. So I think there's always a way of kind of, the I feel like the the start at the bottom and working your way up metric is somewhat a little bit outdated now and that you can you can go and do things and you can build on things yourself. Yeah. And then when you're at that position, you can then knock on the door and say, I've done this, now now come have that yeah. conversation. The, the gatekeepers are not what they were. When I, when I was there, it was just, you know, certain people... You, you lived and died by them. But now, if you can get so many hits on a, on a YouTube video or some kind of viral action, they, they'll come and get you because they can't ignore you. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. I think, especially with TikTok now being the new thing, you know, you see all kinds of videos that can blow up to get hundreds of thousands of views without, there is obviously a lot of thought and, and effort that goes into it, but it can be done, you know, really quickly. It can build that kind of following that, that then if you go to one of the bigger platforms like Radio 1 and say, 
I've got followers of 500,000 that are perfectly within the demographic that you're going for. How about we talk about a job? They're going to take you a lot more seriously, a lot quicker. Well, don't stop. Keep going. Um, Just if you were to close your eyes and visualise 10 years' time, where do you see yourself? It's the old cliched interview question. In your dreams, what would you be doing just in case this podcast is still going then that can get you back on? Um, I'd definitely be focusing on radio. Radio 1 is is always been the end goal since I started doing this. But along with the, the sports and the, the TV side of it. So I'd like to be presenting. We're going to go uber specific so I can come back. We are going to be presenting the official charter on Radio 1 and doing something within sport. Maybe even Newcastle United in the TV side of it. Love it. Chris, every success, I know it's going to happen. I can tell your enthusiasm stuck out a mile. Keep being that enthusiastic, you'll get what you want. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Cheers, thanks all. Please subscribe to make sure that you get the next episode of Speaker's Corner with Alfie Joey. And if you enjoy the show, please leave a good review so more people can get the chance to hear it. If you would like to get in touch with Alfie about improving your own communication skills, or you would like Alfie to speak at your company or at your event, please email info at This show was produced in Manchester, England by Jeff Downs.